0: Hi everyone! Welcome back to the Hubert Silva podcast show. We are back again. Me and Tim Chase um, to talk about uh, what happened in the last weekend. Fantastic result for Arsenal against Manchester United. How are you, Team? I'm good, mate. Yeah, all good. Um, nice weekend.
1: Had a couple of drinks. Uh, so yeah, it's nice. Ready for the uh, ready for
0: the new lockdown. Yeah. <laughs> It's a great time again, I guess. Um, yeah, it was good. I, I had a good weekend as well, surrounded with family, friends, just chilling. And uh, enjoy a fantastic performance from Arsenal against United. Great result, great performance, very solid. This is what we are up to for today. Yep. And, um, yeah, I, I think uh, this is a very expressive win for them. Win at Old Trafford after such a long time, you know. Uh, win against the top 16. It's quite a long time we've been talk about it. Everyone talk about it. But yeah, but not anymore. Now we've done it. Exactly. Exactly. Great. Great performance. What do you think
1: about the game? I thought it was good. I thought Arsenal came out really strong in the first half. I think they completely dominated the first half. Uh, Manu didn't really have any sort of idea. Um, and I was watching Match of the Day 2 on Sunday and I can't remember which one, one of the uh, commentators said, it, the difference between Arsenal and Man United now, obviously there are two great teams that have kind of fallen a little bit recently from obviously when you played. But it seems like now Arsenal have a plan. Now, Mikel Arteta has a plan where he's sorting the defence out and kind of worrying about the attacking less. they sort the defenders out, they're sorting out a defensive unit out. And then worry about the tackers later. And Manchester United just don't seem like they have a plan at all. Um, they buy, they've got hundreds of midfielders, and it seems like when they buy, when a, a big player comes up for sale, they just buy him and don't really know what to do Like Alexis Sanchez, Gavani, uh do you know what I mean? All these, all these players they they sign that just doesn't make that doesn't seem to be a plan in place. Um, but let's concentrate on the good news with with Arsenal, right? So let's talk about. Well, tell us who were your standout players? What do you think? Sort of starting from. Uh, starting from the back, back four.
0: I think it was, it was good, you know, having at the back uh, Cherny, Gabriel and Rob Rodin. I think they, they did very well. A good game and sometimes uh, defender, defender with five, you know, having Sakan, and become like a back five. Yeah. And But uh, the, the interesting thing for me because they were very solid, you know, this was very interesting to see the way they, they played uh, and yeah. not give them much so much opportunity to um to score goal to create many chances. This was great uh, for me. Uh, one important aspect that I want to mention about, about this particular game today was uh, the, the central midfield. Yeah, uh, they were. Ah, uh, this is this is uh, uh, it's the position I've been told in the last few years, and it's where. Arsenal have been missing, I you know, I don't know if the players, but the uh, playing the, the right, um, uh, maybe the right combination. Or, or, but we can say that um, Thomas having his full game today was really important. He was This time, yeah, he was very important. But the partnership with El he also very high standard in this game. Mm. I think it seems to be one of his best games for Arsenal, yeah. and um, I've read some some people mention that, and uh, I think he's he's a const, constant player, but because he's a non-pro a, high, a low-profile player, people don't pay much attention to him. But um, for me, the, the partnership with the party was really good, really important. Is um, you know uh, I've seen. Some pictures um, in, on Twitter, I think, before after the game, putting together myself and Patrick and him, Eunen uh, uh, and Thomas. I think this is good. I think this is good for us in a New Era, you to have players that uh, deliver good, a good football and deliver what they they were missing in the last few years. I think this for me was really important. I think uh, having the protection here to Robin, uh, to Gabriel, to Jenny, in front of them have these two and sometimes become like a line of four with Sak and Bellerin, it works very, very well.
1: Yeah, I think they two, I think it's, it's amazing how, see how the chemistry between the two of them, they seem to play naturally very well together. Um the analysis I watched after the game was incredible. They just seemed to know each other where they were. And there was one instant where actually Partey lost the ball and one of the Man United's players was breaking through the middle and El held him, stopped the player and then Partey but then tackled him and got the ball of him. So they're already working in partnership. And they seem to kind of I think they both understand the what the role really well. But Elneny, I mean you called it in April last year, saying that Elneny should be it will be the player to kind of do what you and Patrick did, you know, the holding midfielding role. Um, and you called it over a year ago, so I've seen on Twitter you've been getting a lot of praise about that. But I'm not going to talk about it. I don't want you to get a big head. Um, but I think, yeah, the chemistry between the two of them was brilliant. Um, I think it really, it really, really was. Um, and yeah, so I think, and I think Parter just looked very, almost like you, very natural. Was never really uh, in trouble. You know, read the game incredibly well. Was never really under pressure because he read the game so well. and was always in the right position. I think it was made it look really easy, kind of like when you when you were playing, people didn't necessarily notice you because like they called you the invisible wall because you were never in trouble. Really, you read the game so well that you're already in the position before the player the play actually happened. You know,
0: the good players understand what they had to do, and uh, when Arsenal signed Thomas, uh, everyone knew that uh, Arsenal was signing a uh, top player, top player for this position position they were missing player for such a long time. And I'm glad that uh, they found, you know, I guess now finally they find somebody just to fill the position, to hole, to fill this hole that uh, was incomplete. Because when you look up front, they got the players with ability, capacity to score goals, to create uh, good mo- uh, moments, a good chance, but uh, there was something mess- uh, missing in the engine. Um, for them to improve of course it's too early I, I, I think you don't, don't need to uh, to be too let's say um, overwhelmed by by these results you know uh, to uh, because sometimes we we become very happy enthusiastic and then the next next game come you don't get the same performance and you drop the enthusiasm a little bit but um, one thing is is for sure I, I, I we can see a different team, a different attitude, you know, and better performance. I think the the composition, you know, I think the 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 starting eleven work really well. Everyone working very hard because um, I was expecting a very very tough game for us. Yeah, as, um, as usual when you go to Old Trafford, you know, they had a, a very good result against Leipzig in the Champions League. Is quite natural that uh, you want to repeat uh, a good performance, but uh, they didn't. And also, as you mentioned, in the first half, they were very high pressing them and make their actions from the back very, very complicated. And um, also, if the the position having Thomas, El Saka, very mobile from the left, and help, you know, offering them good quality you know, to drive the ball forward from the left and the other side with Ballerine. At some point, become like, uh, I know, four midfielders. Yeah. But, um, in the sense that the two wide players, they are free to go. But then, these are the two in the middle. They are like the guys, the boss of the, the position. You know, doesn't matter if they, at some point, they, they have three to defend against. Yeah. But, they they are smart enough, you know, to, to understand when it's time for them to go and when it's time for them just to hold and stay in front of the ball. At this position, you know, is uh, it's about making things very simple. Simple and understand like what do you have to do in order to, as you mentioned many, many times here, you know, protect the back four, I think the first point, And then give the support to the guys up front when they get they, they are with the ball. Because they have to try, they have to try as many times as they can, and then you have to be there just to support them. If they lose the ball, you try to get it back and pass to them again. And uh, this is, uh, I think, I, I was uh, glad to see the performance. Very happy,
1: yeah. Like you said, let's not get too carried away by it. But I think now people are kind of bought into what Mikel's not everyone because you're never going to please everybody, but I think a lot more people bought into Mikel has a plan you know he knows what he's doing now and he's slowly walking towards that plan and like we said at the beginning of the season let's not expect massive things but let's expect improvement and let's want improvement and I think that's what's happened those two midfielders holding midfielders is what Arsenal fans have wanted since you and Vieira left which is a long time ago (laughs) sorry um I think what he's doing (laughs) and what he's doing is He's obviously sorting the defence out. Once the defence is sorted, then we can concentrate on the attacking stuff. Because they have, Arsenal have great attacking players, um, one of which we'll talk about in a bit uh, with uh, our friend Ozil um, and what's happening with him. But I think everyone just looks a little bit more comfortable. And hopefully, once the attacking team feel a bit more confident with the defenders, what's going back, they can start attacking a bit more creative.
0: Yeah. I think being solid at the back, you know, because uh, I, I think this is an important aspect. It doesn't matter if the, the guys are front score two, three, one, as much as they can, if you are, you know, unstable at the back. But uh, the team, they show, you know, a very good organization from the back, you know, very solid. And as I said before, you know, don't give them much space. It's important for the team to try to lift everyone, you know, the the confidence of of everyone. I think the the plan of Mikel is not about this game only. people, If people start thinking just about this game, it's about what he wants for us since when he came. You know, they are working hard, you know, uh, almost 24 hours to, you know, thinking and, uh, um, to put Arsenal back first at top, top six, then top four, and fight for 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 the league. Champions League is important for them. You know if they can get back in the Champions League for the next season. Mm-hmm. But uh, you know this for me. This is the plan. to you know, organize the points that was uh, missing. Somebody that can hold the position properly and handle all the problems. And uh, to fit in the team, it's not just about you know some time to, to uh, buy you know the, maybe the best play in the world is how the this player is going to fit the team, mm. you know. Yeah. And uh, it would be great if they could sign you know the best players in the world. But if these players cannot fit in the team, it's very hard. It's very it's very tough. Yeah, and, especially uh, if there's I mean, if it's, even if you sign Messi. Uh, or Ronaldo, you still need some people to defend. It's true. But, <laughs> you know, they, they, they got the guys up front, but uh, they they got, you know, the, the, the players um, they really need. It's not about just sign players because you have to sign, because the fans want you to sign. Which is what Manchester United are, are doing. Yeah, I think they, they have their philosophy. It's different. You know, Arsenal have their way how they work and um we spoke many times here I think many people around the world talk about the position they, they may miss players I think for them arrive for Mikel we do arrive in the club and been working together it's about to identify which position they need the players mm-hmm. because if you just sign a player maybe don't get the result but see, understand where you need you know a uh, Top players important players everyone is top player but understand maybe some you know uh, that um, you know it's above what is normal for example now they sign Paltese Paltese is one of the best center midfielders in the world in my opinion yeah and uh, this you know uh, he fits very well uh, in this game with um, the partnership work fantastic and I hope they keep uh, like this, because Arsenal need the their stability during the whole season. Because if those two uh, keep playing the team and uh, keep the performance as they played the last game, I'm sure Arsenal will have a lot of uh, important result, good result, good uh, because of these two.
1: Yeah, I think you're right, and I think. To, to a testament to what Mikel's plan is, is that they've Arsenal have conceded the least goals in the Premier League this year, this season so far. Um, so he shows that his plan is working, and that's obviously where he's concentrating.
0: Yeah, you know that they they have to, they have to work. There's no other way. You know, working hard in order to put Arsenal back on track and you know, to get the results. Sometimes you may play well but don't get the results. You know? um, for example, they, they lost against City. Mm-hmm. Maybe they could have had a better result, but they lost. And then the game at home against Leicester was tough for them. They have to you know, take a breath, absorb, and uh, come back to the game and to come back to, to the point where they need to be in order to, to win the games. And um, they did against a, a tough team, a, a big team. An away game, which for them was something they were missing. a win uh, an away game from the top six team. Mm. And uh, now they have done it. And I think it's, it's over. Yeah. Uh, everyone stop talking about it. That's after that's gone. It's, it's gone. It's gone. Yeah, well done, guys. I think it was great, and I think this is um uh, is it's important for them just to from this point understand this is the level they they should be playing every week, every game, yeah. most of the games.
1: Yeah. yeah, let's not have this as a moment. This is the starting point. So don't have one good game where everybody plays well. This has got to be the moment that kicks everything on.
0: For sure, for sure. Because when you the hardest thing is uh, to get the team to this point. As long as you, you achieve that, you, know, you don't want to drop. Because then it's, you it shows, again, you are not, uh, let's say, stable enough. Mm-hmm. There are some missing. Or you lose the concentration from one game to another. Then you have to work out on it. Mm-hmm. And um, But for this game, the, the strategy works perfectly, very good. And... Um, Leno did a very good participation in the end. Yeah. And the ball, like uh, from Meonani, yeah. and uh, hit Leno, and hit the post. Yeah. After. And now, uh, sometimes you, you, you got to be luck at some yeah. point. But the luck comes if you work hard, if you do things right, right on the field. This is what they did against United.
1: Yeah.
0: So, who is your player of the week? Very tough this time because. um if you make the analysis of uh, the team, you know, I think they did very good. They did very well. All of them, uh, or most of them. But uh, as you know, me, I like the, the funders, the central midfielders, to give them the credit that they really deserve. And sometimes people don't really pay the attention. Gabriel Magainz did again, a very good game. But I, I will stick today, and I will ask the help of uh, the fans to choose the men of the week as two. It's the first time I think this happened when we we talk about uh, the men of uh, the week. We spoke. I think last season we spoke about the best best player um, in the game, but never two of them together. Yeah. And this time, by this very good coincidence from a central midfield, there's two central midfields, Elneny and Thomas Partey. Okay. And I, I think it would be, be great this time to have the funds to help us to all choose.
1: Good idea. this we'll do a vote then. Right, so Elneny and Thomas Partey, Players of the Week. Congratulations. Well done. Well, oh, there you go. There's a glimpse of the older New Silver merchandise there.
0: Ah, this is interesting. Yeah. It looks, it's going to look great with this T-shirt. Mate, it's yeah, there's, there's mine arrived yet. <laughs> it's because you live so far
1: away. Uh, so, yeah, so, yeah, brilliant. So we'll put, um, I guess, we'll do a vote for that before the podcast comes out. Um, and let's talk about something else that happened with Arsenal last week. Ozil, the Ozil situation. It's obviously disappointing to see um, Ozil and Arsenal kind of arguing internally and externally about it. What's your kind of feelings behind it?
0: Honestly, it's very tough to see him um, in the situation he is at the moment in the club, and it seems that uh, the relationship has broken. And um, when this kind of situation happens, it's not so easy to put it back. And because it's about also the trust from the club, from the player, from the both side, they have their rights to to do what they think is, is correctly, mm. you know, and. Um, but uh, it, it's sad because Ozil is a, is a good player, he's a, mm-hmm. now he's a world-class player, he's a World-Cup winner, mm-hmm. uh, played in bigger clubs like Real Madrid. And um, I think last year when I spoke about him, uh, fitting to the team, is about the way the manager could use him behind the striker. And uh, sometimes Arsenal should not have the player with his ability to give maybe the, uh, the last pass, you know, to give the assistance. Mm-hmm. Uh, but seems like, you know, from the, you know, the past months, things have been very tough to him in the club. It seems like he's not gonna give the, uh, going to be given the chance to, to play again. I think he's out of the Europa League and those Premier League leagues.
1: Yeah, well the and the irony is with the two holding midfielders like Anani and Partey, it's the perfect formation for him to be successful, and because that means he doesn't have to track back.
0: Exactly. That's why uh, last year, you know, with uh, Unai, especially he played a few games. He had to drop back so much. And with these two midfielders, Nenny and Thomas, he could, he, he didn't need to do that, mm-hmm. uh, to grow up so much. And he could be there behind the strikers uh, to give the, the ball for them to get the assistance. And um, it's tough. And um, I don't know exactly what's going on. I don't know what what happened internally. But um, the situation is tough to him. hope. Uh, they find a solution, a common, a good solution for for both of them. Uh, it's important that the respect remains on everyone. And both yeah, it seems, like a, it seems
1: like a it seems like almost like a bad marriage, where no one wants to break up with the other person. Arsenal don't want to lose him because obviously he's a great player and they paid lots of money for him, um, but no one wants to be the first person to break up the relationship. And it's sad because we don't want to see, as much as Arsenal fans are frustrated with him, some people love him, some people are frustrated with him. You don't want to see a guy lose his career. You know, he's still got a couple of seasons, three or four seasons left in him. You don't want him to waste a career sitting on the bench at Arsenal, or not even on the bench. It's just a waste of a talent. Um, So it just seems like if the relationship is that far gone, let's just kind of end it. You know, but you and I don't know enough about what's going on.
0: Yeah. yeah, that's why uh, you know we are saying that um, it's going to be important for both both powers uh, finding you now the best for everyone. But this situation, I, I guess, for the player at uh, this this situation is, is always uh, very tough because um, you go for training, but you end up alone because then you go back home with your nightmares and why they are not using me a lot of questions and uh, see the others play, and then you are not able to do what you want, you know. Because if you were selected in the list, you would may have chance, but uh, he is out of them. Mm -hmm. But I let's see, hope they they find an agreement, you know, the best solution for everyone. And because it would be nice to see him on the field. But whatever, you know, he decides, they decide for him to stay at the Mm -hmm. Arsenal, until the rest of his contract, or he decides to move somewhere else. But I um, honestly um, don't really see him his future at the club by the situation. You know? From uh, what came out in the press, you know, the things he he said, you know, and uh, he felt uncomfortable with the situation. He needs, He wants to speak to the to the fans. You know, to speak to the fans with open heart, very yeah. honest by himself.
1: Yeah, um, but he does this quite a lot. He puts out statements in his social media and puts himself, I think he sometimes maybe his agent saying that or he's doing that and it's just not the best advice because then it just gets people's backs up and isn't the the way to really do things. You being an agent would know better than me. Um, so yeah, but let's look forward to uh, the next game, who which is Aston Villa,
0: right? Yeah, Villa. another
1: surprise team of the season. What? Aston Villa, another surprise team of the season,
0: right? Yeah, another one, which is good. I I I love this kind of situation because you know they were nearly relegated last season, yeah, and uh, now we see them. Now now they are eight, yeah, at the table and um, playing a very a very good football. It's good. I think it would be an interesting game. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if you n- noticed that Aston Villa was the first team to play in the Premier League at Emirates. Is that right? You know? I didn't know that. Who scored the first goal at the Emirates? Aston Villa. <laughs> but who scored the first goal at the Emirates? Arsenal. Oh, no. Arsenal for Arsenal was... I you know. You don't know this... No, it was you, wasn't it? <laughs> I, think I, think I, say, I think I say this every week. Every week you manage to get into
1: the into the podcast that you got the first goal at the Emirates. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, it, was, it was great. You know, it was against Aston Villa, was it? Yeah, the first yeah. Uh, race in, I think, 2006 was Aston Villa. And uh, we drew the game 1-1. And I scored the equalizing the goal.
1: I was surprised Aston
0: Villa did score the first goal of the Emirates. You scored the yeah. first Arsenal goal of the Emirates. Exactly. Arsenal oh, okay. scored the first goal of the stadium. Yeah. And I uh, scored the, the Colison goal for Arsenal. But a tough game, very strange game for us because the first game in the new stadium after so many years at Highbury. How did that Highbury? feel? This game was tough. They 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 made our life really hard. And I'm sure, again, with another team, they, they, they've got very uh, good players. They, they've got to you know, playing nicely. They are going to to be a tough opponent again for Arsenal. Mm.
1: Yeah, exactly. So what do you think the scores are? So, the, yeah, last week's prediction. I, you said 1-0. No, you said 2-0. I said 2-1.
0: Yeah.
1: So we both get it. So it's 3-1 right. me. At the moment, Good point. <laughs> three one to me at the
0: moment. <laughs> yeah. um, so, what do
1: we think the score this week? Arsenal at home for the first time in a while. How you new?
0: you new again? Arsenal.
1: Awesome. Okay. Um. I can't go. Do you know? What? I'm gonna go Aston Villa just because um, last week we both went for Arsenal. This week, I'm gonna go for the opposite. So, I'm gonna go. I am going to say. 2-1 Aston Villa All right, just to be different otherwise if we both go for Arsenal every week it's going to be really boring you have to go <laughs> Arsenal
0: um, uh, there's no other way. nice cool man alright that's good man. Uh, let's see hope Arsenal you know get um, this game as um, you know a, a good point for them to move forward for the rest of the season and uh I'm sure everyone must be very happy. Everyone is is very happy the club, the fans, they, the players made the fans very, very proud. This is the way they 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 must keep must keep these uh these games, you know, with uh their, their enthusiasm you know, bring this uh these good memories in every game from now on, because I'm sure with uh if they can repeat this performance in the most of their games until the end of the season, wow. they can um, they can get a very good uh, result in the end of the season. I'm sure they will do this. And yep. uh, yeah, let's be positive. I hope for the next game they can get a fantastic result as well. Nice, come cool on, brilliant, great, my friend. Thanks huh? to join me again. All right. and uh, people can tell us tell people uh, where they can find us in the
1: podcast yeah so we have a podcast on every single place so you can find it on apple google spotify anywhere you want we can watch hear me and the, the legend of Gilberto Silva talk or Gilberto also has a youtube channel uh Gilberto Silva so you can watch us talking so if you're listening to us and want to see your hands and this man is um feel free um or if you're list- watching us on youtube and you want to listen to us while you're going for your uh, social distancing walk in the morning um
0: join us there as well but yeah fantastic, my friend Hi, thank mate. you on- thank you once again to join me see you soon bye bye